1: wrong. What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure
2: is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you
3: England have been beaten in Grenada and by 10 wickets. Craig Brathwaite is the victorious captain and Joe Root is a captain who says he really does want to continue in the job. He still believes he's the right man to take this team forward. Remember 2009 and England were bowled out for 51 in Jamaica? Well, that led to another Red Bull reset. Within 18 months, England had won the Ashes Down Under for the first time in a generation. So what needs to happen for England to pull that off again? Is it a change at the top, a change of captain, a change in the coaches, a change in the county game? How do England move forward? This is Following On in partnership with the ECB. Jared and Matt and uh, Neil with us, and uh, we're now going to f- home in on what we've just heard. First of all, um, Matt, uh, Joe Root wants to continue. Yep, yeah, made that uh, very clear.
4: Um, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be the I need to get home, have a conversation with my <laughs> with my wife and my manager and everyone else, and. Don't want to make any decisions now, let the dust settle type answer. But nope, that wasn't the case. He is very much up for it. He feels he's still got the support of the dressing room, which I know will be very important to him. Um, and he, he wants to be the man.
3: Jared, you, you can look at things objectively for us because though you spend a lot of time working with TalkSport, you're Australian, you work all around the world. What What's your view of Root's position? And indeed, what do you think the rest of the world will make of it?
5: I think the rest of the world's already wondering why he's still in the job based on what's going on in in this cycle of the world test championship if nothing else um look there's a lot of people a lot of the younger audience coming through into cricket don't think the captain makes as much of a uh imprint on the team as maybe the older generation of cricket fans do. So there's a big part of them that will be saying it won't matter. If you bring Stokes in, there's no magic cure. He's not going to be able to make these players particularly that much better, although we know he can get little improvements and maybe the system can be changed. But I think the global view of Joe Root at the moment is surely England have to move on. Watching him with his hands over his face at that run out yesterday just didn't look like a man who has a vision for how to get the England team to the level it needs to be. Well, I don't
3: think that, that that Stokes is the answer personally, because I think it, it's too difficult to turn to Ben Stokes after the year he had last year. When you've had you know, mental health issues and 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 a bad injury, and you're not in great nick yourself, that's no time to suddenly be given the extra burden of of captaincy. So I don't see Stokes as a as an answer to Root. I, I do see Root continuing as an as an option. Uh, I'm not sure it's help. I, I'm I'm not sure that down the track we'll review it and think that it's helped his play um, because I really think the burden must be beginning to weigh on him now though he's made 200 in this series in his defence I think as always no one's indispensable there are probably other options out there and and, and we haven't fully discussed them and we will do so but I don't think Stokes is, is the guy
5: I, with you, during the Ashes, I kept saying, A, I don't think Stokes is going to have the kind of impact that everyone... You know, the run through brick walls thing is great, and he might get a slight bump when he takes over because he's a different kind of person... This is a systemic problem. It's not a problem about uh, just the 11 players are out on the field. There's a big problem in English cricket, and I don't think Stokes is going to be able to fix that. On top of that, his body is falling apart, and he's just had mental health um, you know, concerns. I just think it's so much to ask of him to throw him in, and he'll say, yes, of course, we've seen him bowling with one leg in this series until he can barely move. We know that he'll take the job. Um, but is that the best move for English cricket? I- I'm with you, Mark. I don't believe so. Okay, I'm going to ask Neil in, in just a second what, what he would
3: think from afar. I'd, I'll just say that I, we also should discuss the structure because um, my view is that, that county cricket isn't providing the best possible um, tier up to first class cricket at the moment uh, up to Test match cricket at the moment, and we need to improve our first class cricket i think but i'll just come to Neil if I may for another objective view, Neil, though English uh, works in South Africa and has lived there for many many years, is a leading broadcaster and writer out there what 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 would be a, another objective take on Joe Root sometimes things
0: come to an end, don't they mark as much as you don't want them to and there's such a massive amount of goodwill still for Joe Root. Um, he he still wants to do the job, but uh, I just think that it's uh, reached the point now where a change is inevitable. And it was really sad for for me to see how defensive and negative um, England were on the third morning. You know, they had the West Indian wicketkeeper who who was starting afresh, and and England were were doing everything they could. It seemed to be trying to play him into form. I mean, I just think Joe Root had five men on the boundary almost from the very first ball of the day, and Joshua De Silva went on to score 100. England were, were handing the initiative to, to the West Indies, who were eight down, remember, with a lead of just 28. And for me, it was just a, a sign that that Root
3: was out of ideas and that some, some fresh spark was required. Okay. Um, I don't think it's inevitable at all, so we'll agree to differ there. In fact, I think the opposite. I think it's inevitable he'll continue um, because I think that Andrew Strauss, who presently is director of cricket, has backed him. And uh, the problem that Strauss has now is that he has to appoint a full-time director of cricket. He'll do that with Tom Harrison, who's the CEO. Now, the only way I can see Root not retaining his job is if the new director of cricket or the new chairman of the board decide that Root isn't their man, and collectively they then say we need to move on from Joe Root. Other than that, I think the Strauss backing is enough to keep him in the job.
4: Fully agree. Fully agree with everything you've said there. You can't have the conversation after the Yashas that England have had and say we're backing this man as our captain, and then after one series with a new team, having left two of your best players ever at home, go out, actually, you're not our man anymore. I, I don't see how that works. So oh. Root standing down was going to be the only way that he is not mm. captain going forward.
3: And it's a pity we're talking like this because he is one of the... I mean, he's much loved. I'd go so far as to say that. He's certainly greatly admired. He's much loved for his honesty, for his, his purity as a cricketer, for his his, his obvious... Um, psyche that's steeped steeped in the the game. He's a really special guy, so it's it's horrible to keep talking like this, but the problem is he's making the decision to stay in the job. He's been back, so therefore we have to analyse Uh, what we think. Who are the options? There were uh, mentions of Stokes and Broad. You've said you don't think Broad is is the right guy. We don't think that Stokes is is right ready for that now. I do think that James Vince is is plenty good enough cricketer. I think he's probably the third equal best batsman in the country, actually. But uh, the trouble is, he's a bit like Crawley. He's had a few opportunities, and and when they've come, he's got out the same way, nicking the ball outside off stump. If he, if him and Crawley could just find the discipline to leave the ball alone outside off stump when the, when when it's fed to him as as if it's a piece of bait, um, they'd they'd plenty good enough players. Those guys. Root's a very good captain. Uh, sorry, Vince is a very good captain, and thought so by Mahela, Joe, Wardener albeit um, leading the Southern Brave in the 100, he thought that, he thought that Vince was the best captain he'd work with which I, I think that's an interesting comment from Joe Wardner, but um, clearly that isn't captaining England in a test, test match and whether James Vince is the sort of guy who wants the spotlight, I mean it's a you, you're pretty exposed, you know, you, you're stripped back to the bone as a man when you're given the England captaincy and you better be ready for that, hey Matt?
4: Yeah, of course, and, and it, it is a big step and as you've said, we will go on to how big the step is from, from county cricket to, to test cricket um, but but the res, the level of resilience that, that an England captain or any captain of their country needs is, is quite incredible um, and, and Joe Root is, is having to go through that right now
3: yeah another name that's been banded around from the county circuit but he hasn't had the amount of cricket uh, test match level that vince has had or played the innings i mean vince has played some innings that tell you he has the easily has the class to play at test match level but another name that's been banded around as a, as a leader of men is sam billings
4: okay no? I, I, no, no, no. I've, no I'm not. Just I'm thinking. not arguing. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, just, just thinking. I'm just thinking how, because again, for, for me, I'm a big believer that you have to, you have to get in the playing eleven on talent, ability, and most importantly, performance first and foremost. You have to be able to go there and score runs, perform. You know, you look at the pressure that Joe Root is under right now. He's averaged fifty in Test cricket. Imagine if he was averaging thirty. In Test cricket, you know, you know what I mean? There'd be people calling for his head even more so, and his place. So we've just spoken about how resilient you need to be as a captain. You can't be, you know, even someone like Owen Morgan, who is, I mean, ice runs through his veins. Even when he's not been in good form, he's found it really, really difficult. So someone needs to be picked with the ability and, and, and performance behind them first.
3: And well, first. I've listed my team, and Vince is in it, Billings isn't in it, so... There you go. Um, we might come to that in a minute. Um, let's get on to the structure because you put your thumbs up when I said we need a, a better structure of first-class cricket or we certainly need a better standard of first-class cricket. We, we,
4: we absolutely need a better standard of first-class cricket. No doubt about it. And the gap between test cricket and first-class or county championship cricket is always going to be big. Um, you know, There's no getting away from that. But right now it is monumental what the condi- the conditions players are playing in and i'm i'm not blaming the individuals and the players they they're playing the game that is in front of them they're playing on the surfaces that are prepared for them they're playing under the format and you know point system that that is decided by other other people um, when you all the points are on wins and you turn up and play on cabbage patches how are we teaching young batsmen to score big hundreds you're not average 30 in a season, and it's like brilliant, fantastic, as long as we win the game. That's ridiculous. County cricket, first-class cricket, is there to prepare young players as best as possible so that when they walk out at the Gabba, they have got the technique and the performances behind them that gives them a chance.
3: Is it? Yeah. Is it? So county cricket isn't there for... for a competitive structure between 18 teams that want to play each other and win trof- trophies and justify their existence and make money to exist as a separate entity.
4: But, but they don't do that. They rely on ECB money, and that trade-off is please provide England cricketers.
3: Okay, but when county cricket was invented a long time ago, it was for people to play cricket against each other um, and at the highest level beneath international level. So you're saying that has turned now because ECB are providing all the money through the television deal. That's a complicated argument. No, and, I'm and not. it's what it's what the counties will fight till the, you know, day they drop that that is not necessarily their sole role to provide an England player.
4: It's not it's not their sole role to provide an England player, but it is their sole role to we 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 as a as cricket lovers uh, and certainly the ECB as people responsible for cricket in this country need first-class and county championship cricket to be as strong as it possibly can be. As you said, a long time ago, a long time ago, think cricket has changed a huge amount. And A long time ago, you had two fantastic overseas players in every single team. You had the quick West Indians flying over the standard and quality of championship cricket a long time ago was fantastic. The names you would have rolling out for Surrey and Warwickshire and Sussex and all, and all the rest, you don't have that now. The quality is not there.
3: No. And before two, you had three. <laughs> I mean, Hampshire had Barry Richards, Gordon Greenwich, and Andy Roberts in the same team. Sussex had Imran Khan, Garth Naru, and Javid Meander in the same team.
4: Look, I can only speak from my own experience. When I came, when I was first signed on the staff at Sussex, I had Mushtaq Ahmed, Murray Goodwin, Rana Naved. These guys helped me as a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 21-year-old. Mushy came and grabbed me. As w- he goes, who's the wicketkeeper? Oh, it's Matt over there. Came and grabbed me. He goes, right, come. We're going to the nets. And he just bowled at me and tried to do me with his googly. Every si- and he did, of course, every single time. But we didn't leave until I could pick him. That was him. He came and grabbed me. Now, how good was that for my development as a cricketer?
5: I just... When you think of county cricket, Mark, you're a historian, you know this, that basically until World War II, county cricket was basically stronger than test cricket outside of perhaps Australia and the England teams, but certainly with the other nations. What it has become is um, far weaker as other teams have got better and they've ha- happened to grow. And I think if you, if you want an example of what you can do by restructuring your first class system, have a look at what New Zealand did. They had very similar pitches to England. They were really struggling as a team. And what did they do? They went, okay, let's make our pitches more like test pitches. Let's make them flat. Let's help fast bowlers and spinners. And let's make sure our batters can bat long time. Have a look at what New Zealand do in Test cricket right now. That was all, that none of that's by accident. It's not because Kane Williamson's a good bloke and they've had a couple of good coaches and Baz McCullum j- jumps over the boundary. It was because the whole of New Zealand cricket came together and said, "What we are going to do is change the way that we play cricket." And part they could do that because their first-class teams weren't as strong as county teams. Okay, well we won't we 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 won't dwell on this. Um, but the fact is that English
3: cricket has to come together. Um, the ECB the counties and the recreational game have to work as one and, and that going forward is perhaps more important in the governance review than anything else um, okay we're going to head over to the Caribbean because Steve Harmison is now with Joe Root
2: Joe first two test matches that must be incredibly difficult after what you produced in the first two test matches can you put your finger on why and what's happened
6: this week um it's hard to really because I say we've played so much good cricket we've done so many good things and we Taken huge steps forward in a number of different areas, and yesterday we've we've, you know, we've gone toe to toe for three and a half weeks, and um, we just didn't stand up to an important day of Test cricket, and um, it's hard to take because you know, it feels like the majority of the time we've played the most of the cricket, and we've been driving the you know, we drove the first two Test matches, pushed hard for two wins, and you know we're standing now having lost the series, um, which is. For, for a relatively inexperienced group, quite difficult to take, but it's it's something that we have to learn from, um, and um, it, it just shows you how, how hard Test cricket can be sometimes, how brutal it can be. And you
2: mentioned how hard Test cricket can be. Is it as simple as the West Indies weren't the weren't always the best side, but they were the best side in the key moments?
6: Well, they certainly were in in the key moment of this this Test match, um, and you know, that credit to them, they they they, you know, they they had a chance and they took it, and. Um, I say it's been very hard for they've they've played some some good stuff along alongside us and um, it's been, it's been a brilliant series to, to play in um, but it is very frustrating standing here and, and it's not managing to, to find a way yesterday which um, you know as I say after such so many good things until um, that point is is a frustration. There's a lot of talk before it came out about a new start a new cycle. What's you mention
2: about good things have happened? What can you what can you go home and hang your hat on and say? Well, that was positive
6: by the time we've been out here. Well, I think we've learned a huge amount about the group. Um, I think it's quite evident for um, for a lot of people to see the attitude out there is is as good as I've ever seen of, of this Test team. Um, I think you look at the way Jack Leach has bowled throughout this series; it's been excellent. Um, a couple of the young lads starting to stand up and find their feet in in the Test arena as batters, like likes of Dan Lawrence in in the first two games in particular, showed how. Um, Exciting, he can be within this team. Um, 100 from Zach Crawley, uh, two young debutants coming in and performing, and, and at the start of a very promising, exciting journeys for them. Um, and you know, I, and I think we've learned a lot about trying to do things differently as well. Um, so it's, I think there are things that we definitely have to look at and, and look at, not just what happened yesterday. Um, we have to look at the whole, the whole package of this tour and what we've produced and and come away as a side that has grown um, albeit with a, a small step backwards in, in this game. In a small step backwards I think in this game yes in isolation but England
2: have lost a lot of wickets and clumps in, in, in the last 18 months. Can you pick your finger on why and how you could possibly stem that tide?
6: We have to keep making good decisions for longer periods of time and I think we did that really well in the first two games. Yesterday there was a number of cases where we didn't do that and you now that's whether that's down to lack of concentration or other areas, it's something that we, we have to keep looking to get better at. Um, but it, you know, it, as you say, we've made mistakes for a period of time. We've shown that we can do it, and we've shown proof to ourselves that we can do it. And that, you know, when we get it right, we we, we can drive games of cricket. We've just got to do it more frequently. Um, and you know, like that first innings of the first game, we find ourselves at fifty for four, and we go and get a, a reasonable first innings total, stand up under pressure. That's something that we have to do more frequently, like we were yesterday. Um, you know, we, those are the moments that we we have to grab and 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 stand up and, and show that um, you know we we are continuing to keep getting better as a batting group. And the
2: tough questions and the inevitable questions
6: that will come, England lose another Test match,
2: another series. There'll be questions on on your own future as as leader of a group. Um, what would you say to that? And. I know what you're going to say. So what what keeps driving you back to that well to keep coming back and standing in front of us and, and and coming up with the answers?
6: Because as you've seen on this tour, there's 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 a way forward for this team. It's, they've shown a lot of promise. They've shown a lot of uh, good stuff, and that we are making strides forward. Uh, I'm very passionate about that and about taking taking it on. And you know, I'll, that's not going to waver. I think I've made that quite clear.
2: And the inevitable questions about Brodn Anderson not being here. Have you learned anything about them not being here, and will we see them? Will we see them in the summer?
6: Well, I think as as I mentioned, we've we've learned a lot about the guys that are here. And um, you know, what have you learned about the guys that are here? Well, I think you look at the two guys that have come in. Um, how exciting that that they are as as young fast bowlers. What they can offer um, to this team moving forward. Um, you know, and you could you could you could argue about what could Jimmy and Brody do in these conditions, but you could also say about the guys that have been injured that were on this trip as well. A guy like Mark Wood on this surface could have been a nightmare. Um, Similarly with like likes Robinson, and that's not taken away from the guys that have played at all, but we've learned more about that that bowling group and the depth within it, and guys have had to stand up and take different roles on. And from that, we've got more information and we know more about where we are as a team.
2: And finally, for me, there's a lot of time between now and June the 2nd. There's a lot of positions to be filled top end of ECB and structure and everything that goes in place what would you like to see as England captain between now and then and what's the message for England supporters between now and then that's going to you know encourage
6: them and have the benefit of of, of positivity of England going forward I think the one thing that's from a positive note from this trip is the attitude of the group of players that we've got here uh, and how determined they are to try and turn things around for for this test team Um, it's clear for me to see, I hope it's clear for everyone at home to see as well, that um, we are making strides forward. In terms of everything else is completely out of my control. Um, all you know is you've got, all I can say is we've got a very passionate group of players and coaching staff and support staff that are desperate to, to see England win test matches again and in the, in the very near future. And we'll throw everything we can, all of our energies into making that happen sooner rather than later.
2: Joe, I wish you well. I do wish you all the very best at that safe trip home and we'll look forward to seeing
6: you this summer. Cheers, homie. Thank you. You too. The late bloomers
0: tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience.
6: There are stories and mythology
3: that this country has woven around black men.
1: What if everything we've been taught is just all... Wrong. What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being.
2: Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
4: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad
3: guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket...
3: Okay, well, interesting to listen to Joe. The facts are that England lost five series in a row. This one to West Indies, 1-0. To the Australians away, 4-0, of course. Uh, And then India at home last summer, 2-1. There's a test remaining in that that's going to be played this coming summer, so that could be evened up by England. New Zealand away, 1-0, and and India away, um, 3-1, having won that first test. Um, Worrying collapses of batting, but I'll come to that. I just want to... I think Steve Harmison is available... Uh, Harmy, yeah, I'm here, Mark. Yeah, I just want to ask you. Um, that was a f- fascinating interview. Thanks. Uh, uh, how did he look and feel and and and, and sound? Did Did Yeah, you he think? looked.
2: Yeah, he looked as a man with obviously disappointment, world on his shoulders of of obviously what's happened. We've we seen yesterday with his head in his hands for that split second when Ben Folks got it, got run out, and I think that was that was the reaction that. I think we were all ex- we've all been expecting a little bit sooner, especially the way this team's performed over the last few years, and you just spelt that out. Um, but do, do, do you think do you think he looked like a
3: man who was talking rhetoric after a series because he wanted to stay in the job, or do you think yeah. he looked like a man who should stay in the job given his attitude to it?
2: I, the one thing about Joe he's a great ambassador for our game, and I think I think he's he's no, I don't think he's going anywhere after standing looking into his eyes i think he he still believes that he's the right man for the job it's just we keep picking players who make wrong decisions and bad decisions um i didn't i didn't for one minute think there was there's a hurt man there's a hurting man there but i don't think there was a broken man i really don't and and he'll come and 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 there's no doubt he'll he'll come back and score the runs that he does but I don't know, to answer your question, Mark, no, I don't think I've seen a broken man. I've just seen a very, very disappointed man.
3: OK, Harmy, hang on there. Um, I, I'm going to go to this question of the, of the batting because that's where I attribute more of the blame, actually. Uh, oddly enough, you'd think that the top order was the problem, and, and Matt, I'd like you and Matt to talk about the top order in a second, but um, this, it's extraordinary to look at the collapses um, of seven wickets in an inning, starting at the third wicket to being bowled all out. Um, it's shocking actually, the list in 22 and 21, so the last two years, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Uh, England have lost 7 for 32, 46, 79, 68, 64, 82, 53, 86 and 45. That's in the last two years England have lost uh, from from the third wicket to being bowled out. 7 for no more than 86 on any of those occasions and the lowest of them, Australia and Hobart, was 32. So it's not just, Matt, the top order. Um, no, it's not, <laughs>
4: it's not just the top order, which is, it, goes, run, it runs all the way through the order. Um, what I will say is at the other end we've also spoken a lot that England are two down for not many every single time as well when Joe Root was batting at four he may as well have been batting at three because he's walking out after ten minutes um, so as a whole England's batting has not been good enough. they have not scored enough runs over a long period of time and Marcus Trescotic said something yesterday about don't judge us and Joe Root it's obviously a bit of a party line because Joe Root said it's something similar today you know we did a lot of good things and don't judge us just based on this, this one game and everything else so of course this game they're 114 for 9 uh, in the first innings and then 120 all out in the second innings on a wicket that was getting flatter a, against a, an okay bowling attack um, we've spoken a lot about uh, sorry just to finish that point England this is not a new thing England haven't scored enough runs for a long period of time. I remember Stuart Broad being interviewed in Australia saying, we can bowl wherever we want. If we keep going bowled out for 120, we aren't going to win any test matches, which is absolutely right. We've spoken about these flat, docile batting pitches that, that have uh, you know, faced these two teams in, in the West Indies. And I just want to look at the batting stats of, the, of this team. The top seven, let's look at that. So Root, 289, leading the way again, averaging 48. Of course, Besto 226, averaging 45. Fine. The next best is averaging 32. That's Dan Lawrence. Stokes, 32. Crawley, 184 runs, including 100 in three games. On Docile Witches, 30. Lees, 21. Folks, 19.
3: On flat decks. On flat Two, two decks, out of three flat decks. Yeah. Two
4: out of three flat decks against a team that is okay.
3: Harmy, we're trying to get a lot into the next eight minutes. What's your... Your view of the top order? Do do, do, do you just keep trying trying people, or do you go with do you pick the three? I mean, I think Root should stay at four. Do you pick the three you think are the best and leave them in the team? What would you do?
2: Um, it's it's such a, a, a difficult question to answer because I don't think there's the right answer. Do we go back to people that we've we've tried before? We keep picking players, young players, and think right they've got potential, but we. we okay, end up Crawley. Them let's just it.
3: talk Crawley and Pope. Let's just say, say like, that I, I like them both. Yeah. I think they can really. Play. Like them both. Do you just leave them in the team and
2: let them get on with it? Yeah, but where do you where do you, That's the thing. Where do you put them? Yeah, Crawley, well, Crawley Pope Pope opens, Lawrence. and Pope bats at
3: five. I think.
2: Well, I, I'm I'm I was me and Manners spoke on, on our program, the Creative Collective, before we left here and. When they pro when they pick Ben Folks, and I said this was the perfect chance to pick Johnny Besto as a keeper. Batten at number seven, Stokes at six, Pope at five. And that's it. I'm not saying Ben Folks is not a good keeper, not for one minute. So I think he is. And he's not a good option. He is a good option. But if you give me Pope's batten over Folks's keeping when you've got Johnny that can keep and score hundreds at seven, that makes our batten unit stronger. Now hindsight's a wonderful thing, but do you keep giving them a go? But again, it it comes down. To, it doesn't matter how many times you go back to or you change and you chop and whatever it's a, it's a problem within this dressing room that we can't handle pressure we can't handle pressure come our techniques come under pressure when the when the heat of the battle's on and we are okay. challenged from a pressure point okay thanks in this, yeah. this this, this game that. in this sorry mark i'll just finish in this game we've had we had six six of the top seven single figure scores in the first innings and five of the top set seven when all west indies did was put the ball in a good area for a long period of time
3: well, you're saying england are soft it's clear um, matt yeah just picking up on that on the folks point because i know a lot of people will be
4: asking and they've said for a long time we want ben folks in he's the best wicketkeeper wicketkeepers make mistakes ben folks very good keeper he has made mistakes this he's dropped catches he's missed stumpings that happens he's averaged 19 give me the guy who will Probably make the same amount of mistakes, no more, but averages 45, batting at seven. I want that guy in my test team, Ab- absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Going back to the Ollie Pope suggestion, I think he's a fantastic... We watched him in South Africa. He was, other than Root, he was England's best batsman, technically. He's got this off-stump theory going on. When do the coaches start going to these guys? Right, this is not working. We need to make a change. The next test match is in June. That's a good chunk of time now that these young batters can go back and learn, look at what they've done and learn from the mistakes they've made. Start working out, okay, what is the technique that I need not to score runs to Sussex first Ken at Canterbury, but what do I need to score runs at the top level in international cricket? And work with their coaches on improving some of the faults they have. Because these guys, I'd still, I'll say it again, these guys are talented cricket is there's no doubt about that but the talent has to be turned into reality and performance
3: okay i'll i'll come to broad and anderson now um do, come early june uh, and we can bring wokes in to this if you like uh, mark wood we don't know about fitness we know he's had an elbow operation today it's not floating bone they're, they're pretty confident that that he'll be back playing uh, in not too long a time um, but Broad and Anderson, is there a place in the England side still for them both, for one at any one time, or for neither? Jared, do you want to start off on that?
5: I think Anderson's the one that you have to build your attack around if you're going to keep one. I think he's been one of the best bowlers in the world over the last five years, uh, and I, I think Broad's been fantastic, but I don't think you can build it around both of them. I do think it's worth mentioning that there is, the top five bowlers were not available uh, for this, this test, the last two tests because of Mark Wood's injury. Now, obviously, a lot of that was their own decision. But that that should be factored into it. But you when, including Archer in that? Yeah. I'm yeah, in, so
3: yeah. we've
5: got to write him off
3: out of conversation. I mean, he, At the moment, he, yeah. Well, we have, yeah. yeah. He's been out of the game for a year. It's, it's so
5: so you're saying Broad, Anderson, Robinson and Wood. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a lot of good bowlers not to have around. I don't think that has... that that takes them off the hook for losing this series at all. But it is worth mentioning. But I think if it was me, I'd be saying, how long can I keep peak Anderson being peak Anderson? And then I would build an attack around that. And, and I think there's enough... The talent of English bowlers, I don't think, is, is the major problem here. How they translate to overseas might be. My guess is that any of you know the, the broad Anderson... Um
3: Robinson, Wood thing uh, uh, if three of those had been out there with Jack Leach and Barbados I think we probably would have won that test but anyway we'll, we're just going to keep going as fast as we can. Steve do you have a thought on the Broad-Anderson thing?
2: No I agree, I agree that I think if they had been out here I think we would have and, and Wood would have been a, a huge he's a huge miss because obviously the, the pace that he possesses and the accuracy of the other three of, of Anderson, Broad and, and Robinson, I'm watching Robinson out here and in disbelief and shake my head sometimes and think well is the penny dropping from a fitness point of view so this four or five games he's been in and out of or pulled out of um, that's that would worry me as, as a 77 78 mile an hour bowler the stuart broad one well i disagree a little bit that you can't build your you but if we're worrying about building our attack around a 40 year old bloke then i'm sorry we need to be scratching our heads um, I, I personally would would play broad and anderson in england and play them for as long as I possibly can and then their, the way they perform will deter whether their careers are ending or england are starting to build something from a winning background because i think the one thing we've missed out here from the very very first ball of a game or the very very first ball of a session session is control and the one thing broaden anderson will always give you is control and from that okay. as a captain you can build
3: okay on to coaching you've got strong views matt
2: I do. Um,
4: there's this trend at the moment that coaching is now player-led. And you've got to let the player decide what they believe is best for them and what they want to do, et cetera, et cetera. And then you help guide them through that and, and find their best way. But it's all player-led coaching, um, which I think can can work when the player knows what they need. When the player has... So if you go up to an experienced cricketer, you go up to Joe Root. Joe Root knows what he needs in his game and for his game. Ollie Pope, I will argue, doesn't. Yet he's still got a lot of way to go. Ollie Pope's had a club with, with Alex Stewart, for instance. I wonder if, and I don't know, don't know. Probably they have. But at what point do you watch Ollie Pope? or Zach Crawley or any of them and you go actually guys no I'm, I'm going to have to Marcus Dresskowski when does he go to them and say I have to step in here and help guide you through this because it's not working if it's working fine no argument but there are certain basic technical flaws that are being repeated time and time and time again um, not being fixed and the results are are, are showing the other thing with Coaching, and the start that we're talking, that's the the end where we talk about England cricketers. But this starts, let's not forget, we've mentioned county cricket again, but even before that, coaching young cricketers, the basics, development cricket, coaches. I'm listening to kids being told you have to have a sweep and a reverse sweep, and it's all about hand speed. They can't play a front foot defence. How many kids could just step forward and play a good old-fashioned forward defence? I know it's not popular. I know everyone wants to play in the 100 and play in the IPL and everything else. But if we're not getting the basics in at the very beginning, it's very hard to get them in at the end. So, look, it's a big, it's a, it's a big shift, but it's one that's needed.
5: I just want to go back to the two best batting teams in world uh, cricket over the last five years, are uh, New Zealand and India. Look at their techniques. England's going to, you know, England's going to be playing New Zealand again. Have a look at the techniques and then go and have a look at the techniques of, of English players. They've both grown up on, on green pitches. It's very similar situations, right? You know, every, every second bowler in New Zealand bowls 75 miles an hour and wobbles it around the corner. And yet their batters have in exceptional techniques over and over again. And they're producing so much more batting talent than they ever should. For me, it does feel like it's a ground up problem. It's not just at the test level or the professional level. Absolutely. Start
3: with the pathway. Develop young players, coach them when they're 13 and 14, 15, not when they're 25. Um, uh, our statistician just sent me another list. Oh, my gosh. England collapses from the start of the innings. 4 for 47, 4 for 29, 4 for 28, 4 for 80, 4 for 50, 4 for 39, 4 for 71. And that's also over the last two years. So, yes, batting is definitely the problem. And I'm with you. I think technique is essential, and I just don't think you can survive at this level against quality bowlers, uh, even on decent pitches, actually, if you don't have a a good technique to fall back on, or at least something in your game to fall back on, and and I think that Josh De Silva has just proven that for West Indies. Um, We've covered most of the subjects there um, about England. I'm going to turn to West Indies briefly in a moment. Anything you'd like to add? Neil, you haven't been in for a while. Anybody want to add anything about England's cricket right now? No Matt yes you no no I think we
4: I think we've 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 covered it all I, I the only thing I'd add probably just to finish on the England there is uh, we just uh, it's not time for these false positives I, it's a time for real
3: honest hard reflection of where we're at Okay Harmy over there
2: have you got anything to add Sorry, I missed that. I, I missed that. Mix. Just
3: wondered if you'd like a final word. You know, I mean, uh, our producers wondering if you'd like to bowl at this attack, at this England lineup. But I don't think that's a fair question to you. If, if if we're trying to throw this forward for English cricket and particularly for the England cricket team, anything you'd like to add to this conversation? You think is important going forward?
2: I think get a, get a stable base very very quickly early, and I'm talking about from the top of the ECB get the structure in place early, suck it up. Unfortunately, we're going to have times like this and put tin hats on when we don't do well. But if we start doing the basics right, like Matty and, and Jared said from the bottom up, we've got a chance. You, you, you mean a new structure, crack.
3: Army, do you? A new structure of first-class cricket?
2: Is yeah, that what you're and, saying? And, uh, and how and you new you of the counties? The only way that anybody can be convinced, and that's from financial. How do the counties convince by the 100? Because we are going to get more money. The counties are now, to now more,
3: ro- more worried about relevance than money right now. They're terrified of being yeah. squashed.
2: But if, they, if uh, money, but money talks, Mark, money talks. State of first, state of first class cricket in our country, Mark just alluded to it. The amount of overseas players that we all grew up with through your time, through my time, through Matt's time, and all the way through was ridiculous the overseas players they're now playing hundreds they're now playing IPLs they're not playing first class cricket and that's hampering our game so we've got to find a way somehow of of building building it back up from the bottom up over because if not we're going to be having the same conversation next year and the year after that and unfortunately for the next four or five years and the next captain will have to face the same questions
3: Harmy, very good. Everybody, very good. Let's turn to West Indies. Neil, start with you. This is a most encouraging sign, as much by their, their team's attitude. West Indies have looked intense, involved and engaged by the five-day game.
0: They have. And they've got a lot of players who can still come back. Um... Jared and I were talking just before we started um, about the number of really talented West Indian cricketers who have been accused of having no interest in the one in, in playing the Red ball game in playing Test match cricket and representing the caribbean and actually i don 't think it 's true in in some cases um, Shimron Hetmeyer has been ruled out he's not fit and he appears to have focused his attention on the t20 game but there are a number of of, of really talented west indian players who could make this team stronger i mean that they're, they're not at their strongest there's nothing wrong with their passion and their commitment is there and we saw that and that and and i you know not just i'm not talking about runs and wickets i'm talking about the number of balls craig brathwaite in himself is uh, a <laughs> It sounds slightly counterintuitive, but he is an absolute inspiration um, and hopefully for young test wannabes around the world, not just in the the Caribbean. But, you know, if if, um, they can get a little bit more flair into the team and and there are some really good old fashioned fast bowlers who we didn't see in this series and some young batsmen like Nicholas Puran. So he's been uh, pigeonholed as a white ball specialist and I I believe that's not the he wants desperately wants to play cricket so this is a west indian team that really couldn't sh- or should and could get a lot better
5: i think the best story is probably Karl Mayers, uh he has been sitting on the bench, not even getting a, a go in first-class cricket. He hasn't been developed the way that he should have. He's gone off and worked out how to play cricket on his own. Made a double century in his first uh, game. Even here, we, we we thought he was playing as a change bowler. There's a lot of talent out there that isn't being developed in, in West Indies cricket. And I can tell you, Jaden Seals is incredible. I don't know how much you've seen Chima hold a He's an incredible bowler as well. They are still bringing in... Very high level talent coming through. It's really now about them uh, building that team, and I think that Brathwaite is a perfect captain because Brathwaite doesn't have one eye on on the IPL. He's not going to get an IPL job. He he is trying to make this team as good as it could be. And in in Krummer, Bonner and and Joshua de Silva, he's got a spine coming through. Jaden Seals said recently that you know he wants to put Test cricket before uh, white ball cricket as well. These guys are actually trying to build something together, and I. I've worked with these players. The guys like Paul Hemraj and, uh, you know, Romario Shepard, they are so talented. And a lot of them are being lost to professional cricket. You have a good team. I don't think that's as much of a problem. I think a lot of them will, will come through, but they have to continue to develop their talent over there. A word on West Indies, Matt?
4: Yeah, I just think the way they played was not traditional West Indies. It was that attritional fight, you, you, you think of West Indies, you think of flair, fours and sixes cuts and pulls, fast bowlers running in and bowling bouncers and this, this wasn't it, they were very very honest in how they played, they were honest with where their games were at but they weren't going to be budged off that mark, they, they knew Joshua De Silva he knew his game and he was going to stick to it no matter what Johnny Besto said to him he was going to play his game his way and they did it brilliantly and they've won a test series
3: Oh, very good. I, I, that's a great summary. You're right. Almost like discipline was their byword, wasn't it? It was terrific. Um, great stuff, guys. Thank you very much for a, a, a very interesting um, podcast. I'm sure that our friends out there will in, will enjoy your views. Um, thanks for the test match. Uh, the news from St. George's in Grenada today is that England were well beaten, I'm afraid to say. Hammered, actually, by 10 wickets. A a convincing West Indies side did a real job on them. Uh, Craig Brathwaite was chosen as man of the series for his resilient batting and calm leadership. Joshua De Silva was chosen as man of the match for his excellent 100. And that my-eye-abiding memory of the series will be the young talent of Jaden Seals and of Joshua De Silva's 100, and indeed of his resistance uh, in Barbados. This has been a tremendous moment for West Indies cricket. We hope it's a platform for them going forward. The other really big story is that Joe Root is going nowhere, at least not as far as he's concerned. Joe Root is committed to the England job. From all of us here uh, on Talksport 2, it's bye bye. Works now running in single for brathwaite that brings the scores level do they run back for two they do brathwaite lifts his right arm to the sky and waves his bat at his dressing room and at the home supporters to silver there punches the air on that balcony hips move in this direction and that in the crowd as the steel pan pounds it out so too the master of the Disco. The flags are waved now because West Indies have recorded a fine victory here in Grenada. They've beaten England by 10 wickets and they've taken the series by one match to nil. The West Indies captain and probably the man of the series, Craig Brathwaite, is the man who hit the winning runs. And now he shakes the hand of all the England players who are, of course, disconsolate on the faces of 11 men in white is despair. On the faces of everybody else from the Caribbean is joy.
1: The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan.